Listen, welcome to Strictly Free Game Podcast. We're doing a quick behind the scenes at the Q4 Mastermind, and I had to get my guy on here. First and foremost, the Jays stuck out, so I was like, I got to get my guy on. Right? <laughs> my man, you killed the stage just now. I appreciate it, bro. Tell us, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Give us a game. Hey, how's everybody doing? I'm Benedict Guerrier. Um, first of all, it was a pleasure, and I appreciate the opportunity to be on the podcast. I've been in real estate pretty much my whole life. When I say my whole life, everyone's in real estate. It's just at what aspect of real estate are you in. Mm -hmm. You're either a landlord or you're a tenant, but anytime you walk inside of a building, you are in real estate. And I like to kind of train everybody's mind like that, so that way you can see that real estate is actually in reach and being out of reach. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So your mom has been in real estate her whole life. Just we've always been at the bottom of the totem pole like I mentioned on stage single family a single parent home mm -hmm. and so I was like I hate that feeling of somebody over my head always saying hey you better pay your rent you could get kicked out etc and so you know as most young African Americans I had aspirations of either going to the NFL or the NBA mm -hmm. you know that dream was taken away shortly um, in my junior year in high school I tore my ACL lost my running back scholarship but God had better plans for you. He said, listen, I want you to work on your mind and your business and your mind ass, um, assets. <clears throat> and so I skipped college. Being Haitian, my mom was like, oh, you ain't staying here since you skipping college. <laughs> and so I took my talents to California. I was fortunate enough to uh, get a temp job with Warner Music Group. Under Warner Music Group back in 05. No, I think it was like between 02 to 06 I was out there. Okay. Had an opportunity for working under um, the... Jay Brown, which is uh, was the vice president of Electra Records, Sylvia Rohn, mm -hmm. Madonna. Jay Brown right now is with uh, Rock Nation. Yes, and so, and so, you know, some of the things that he taught me even in business, he said, hey, you know, why you want to do music? I said, you know, I want to be famous. He said, let me tell you something. I'm on everybody's uh, record, you know, as far as producer, and I didn't say one syllable on it, and I make more money than them. So he said, learn business. And then once you learn business, you'll be able to do everything. So that's kind of what made me leave California, go back home, uh, Newark being 15 minutes outside of the financial district of the world, which is Manhattan. It was fertile land. Um, during 05, 06, when I returned back home, none of my friends had that mindset. And so what I did was, what I did was, was take everything that I learned in California, especially when you see Lamborghinis as grocery cars. You know, we was only seeing act legends and stuff like that, old school Benzes. And so when I did that, um, when I went back to California, when I moved to California and came back home, it literally opened up my eyes. And so I bought my first piece of property. Mm -hmm. I bought it for, um, I think I bought it for 180000 I sold it for about... Three, three or four hundred thousand. So I bought it as a flip. So once I did that, God was like, "Listen, I'm not giving you this money to mess around." Mm -hmm. So when He gave me the money, I bought more properties. I opened up a vocational school because all of my tenants that are on Section Eight and TRA, mm -hmm. they also have education vouchers. Yeah. With those education vouchers, I opened up a phlebotomy school, ex dental technician. Um, CNA, medical billing, you see those all over the place. So it was a way to ensure that I would always have my money, mm -hmm. you know, and more money because the government is should be your, your biggest customer base. Why? Because they ain't going to run out of money. Yeah. So, you know, from housing, education, employment, food consumption, clubs, and, you know, the, one of the last pieces I'm working on is opening up my own bank because your ideas could be phenomenal. But if you're not going to be able to get it funded, mm -hmm. then it's falling by the wayside in another you know, group, nationality, or whomever. Your brother may take your idea because you don't have the money to fund it. When it comes to money, ain't no safe zones. Ain't no safe zones.
You said something really interesting on stage, right? You say you don't pay attention to people, you pay attention to corporations. Correct. And that made me, it made me really think, I'm like, yo, that makes a lot of sense because if the corporations, they're doing their due diligence in certain areas, right. they already did a market study, they did they traffic study, everything. All of that. Right. So what, what made you think of that mindset instead of, because where we're from, we always look at the individual, right? You always look at the dudes, they got the crazy cars, the crazy chain, all that stuff. What made you say, you know what, I'm going to look more into these corporations and less into the individual? Because they don't got no real money. You know, somebody could have, you know, $25 million, you know, first one being Haitian. So I know about having your own money, meaning like having a black face mm -hmm. on a dollar. So I've always looked at money a little different than, you know, most people because, you know, even shout out to um, President Obama. But I was really more happy for my uh, black American friends to see a black president. But being Haitian, we've always had our black, our own black president. So I've always looked at things on a on a on a grandiose uh, scale, if you will, from you know, like right now, one of the things I'm working on is I'm, I'm in ch with China right now. I'm, I'm getting a machine where I can create my own screws, nuts, and bolts. Yeah, we got to get back into manufacturing. How do we create our own toilet paper? How do we create those things? So when I say I don't look at individuals, you know, that's because they're only doing individual things. You know what I mean? When we have communal problems. That's a fact. Yeah, I appreciate you, brother. Like I said, I'm not going to keep you too long. Yeah. Please inter um, let them know where they find you on the gram. Well, you can find me on this podcast right now. That's but um, uh, Benedict Guerrier, um, B-E-N-E-D-I-C-T, last name G-U-E-R-R-I-E-R on Instagram. And, you know, you could probably find me just walking around trying to look for deals. There you go. There you go, my brother. I appreciate you, man. Stay strong. Yes, sir. I have to interview you.